Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in again. Double Deuce. Every single time. Every single time. Double Deuce is back. Always time. in, never out. Always That's the in. Double Deuce promise. We That's never say, promise. and we're out. <laughs> soaking, right? Yep. <laughs> wow. This episode brought to you by the G. Zero to Christ soaking Church of Latter-day Saints. 3.5 seconds. Have you tried soaking? Jesus Christ Church of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at www.latterdaysaints.com. You can do it if you're not a Mormon. That's all right. Um, hey everybody, how's it going? We got Jay Mouse back, Hi. Uh, and this time it's personal. It's always um, personal. We're gonna we're gonna start off with Jay Mouse's isolation corner. <laughs> he wanted to talk about how he's been yeah. watching some things because he's been sort of isolating himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I've might been, be a very special episode. Isolating myself, the pressures of society have been isolating me. The alienation of capitalism have left me. You know, I'm, I'm in the middle of applying for disability. I have a lot of time on my hands, uh, and I'm watching a lot of Japanese comedy shows. One in particular, uh, Downtown No Gaki no Tsukai Yorahende, also known as Gaki no Tsukai. It's just a bunch of Batsu games. It's a, the kind of thing where good guys line up. Okay, I described it as a, a thing of uh, jackass, whose line is it anyway, and a sketch comedy show kind of rolled into one thing. I like it. I like it's, it. It's fun. Now, half of it, I'm like, I don't get why this is funny, because it's like uh, 80s you know, Japanese culture reference. I'm like, okay. The other half, though, uh, there's human universality in comedy. Uh, a lot of good fart jokes in there. I know I'm not selling it super well. <laughs> um, if you have to look one up, and you can find it, I think, on YouTube, 24-hour gym challenge from 2001. One of the early ones they did. It's very good. And it's basically these these four comedians get, um, they lost a challenge. So they have to spend 24 hours in a uh, kind of gymnasium stadium room <coughs> where uh, randomly uh, a horn sounds and a guy clad in all black uh, does some punishment on them, like chase them down and hit them with a ladle or mm-hmm. spank them or, uh, Jesus. Uh, well, it's like, like that's the jackass element <laughs> or the dick slapping machine. Mm-hmm. Um, which you stand over and it, uh, has like a, a lever was... with a cord of, of, or le- yeah, lever with a cord of leather at the end mm-hmm. and it snaps and it laps you, uh, right in the crotch. Um, or get hit by volleyballs. It's, I don't know how to put it, but the way that it's all framed, you're like, these guys are both game for it and kind of deserve it. <laughs> so, so, so are they are they like kind of like the comedians like at the open mic that are like the incel comedians that tell really horrific jokes? No, no, and... no they're not that deserving. Of it. Okay, um, and those like, deserve, I would I would like those, those deserve those get... worse than what you'd see in Gaki no Tsukai twenty four right. hour gym challenge. Um, is pretty funny stuff. Uh, Batsu games in general. I think it's something I want to I want to try to do here. Like. um you want to get a dick slapping machine and do it here. Yeah, it's kind of delicate, though, because you mm-hmm. have to, like, maneuver around egos. You have to go with people who are okay with being humiliated, because that's half of it, is either being humiliated or uh, hit with, like, a, 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 a big, long rubber thing. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, in the butt. There's a lot of spanking involved. Americans <laughs> aren't great at being okay with being humiliated. Uh, they, they, we're generally a pretty like uh, proud people, right. you know. And so I think the closest adaptation we've had to this might be Jackass because right. that's more of a "fuck yeah, I'm hurting myself," yeah. which is different from what they do, which is "oh no, here it comes." Yeah, right. I think it's still possible though to play with that idea mm -hmm. um, in an American mindset. You would just again need to work with comedians who probably aren't primarily stand-ups because <laughs> they're the right. ego um issue i'm not saying problem it's kind of what makes stand-up work but the ego thing makes it hard to uh, be humiliated because it pleases the audience but for me because it seems like that's what a uh, lot of them do on a regular basis sure but it's self-inflicted right yeah, self-inflicted yeah. and they themselves think they're the um hero here right often. Uh, right. Uh, at the end of the day, which is, I don't know. I highly recommend looking up the 24 hour gym challenge if you're curious about this at all. There you go. And while you're looking up the 24 hour gym challenge, don't forget to sponsor Double Deuce Podcast <laughs> and leave us a five star review on Apple. Uh, or Apple, anywhere, that, or you anywhere that you listen to it. Just put five stars and put, this is a really funny show. I learned about Japanese uh, TV comedy and Jay Mouse's obsession with dick slapping machines and shame. I have not spent a lot of time around other people, and so I must descend into uh, things that are unrelatable and nobody wants to talk about. Oh, man. Can we, uh, speaking of unrelatable, um, mm -hmm. uh, that's a terrible intro, but, um, for, for the, for the, for the folks in the audience who kind of don't know the situation, uh, we've talked a little bit about, are you comfortable talking a little bit about yeah, the anxiety? Yeah, yeah, good. You, you know, you, oh, sure. the reason you're blind with disability is because you've had some struggle with, I've had with some anxiety. major anxiety, depression issues, as well as, uh, cognitive, like ADHD yeah. stuff, but like, in the extreme. Because uh, here, here's my to, thing. When I was yeah. a kid, like there was the thing that was scariest about it. Because uh, you know, I think feel like now there's more talk, and people, more people talk about it, more people yeah. are open about it. The thing that was terrifying for me was that not only was this happening, but I would I, nobody would. There was nothing out there about it. So right, you right. know, I'm, I'm I'm kind of you know one of my you know kind of personal crusades is to try to be open and honest and talk about it. Yeah. So um, you know, for for somebody who might be going through this or might be experiencing it, any, oh, any you know, advice yeah. or just you know kind of uh, 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 well, like when I was a teenager and it started cropping up as a problem, you know, I had internet, but it wasn't really, it still wasn't really being talked about yeah. um, so much like in the mid late nineties, and uh, uh, it is cool now that there's whole communities online of, you know, people who uh, have support for these issues and talk about these issues and whether it's behind, like, uh, a meme that's like, oh, this is funny, but it's also too true. Like, we all know somebody who shared one of those. Uh, or it's, like, people coming out and doing advocacy and, and doing support group stuff. It's, it's cool as hell. Um, and so, yeah, it's been an easier environment to talk about, uh, but that only gets you, like, a third of the way. The other two-thirds of the way require money. Yeah, uh, which I do not have much of. Uh, so yeah, I'm for disability um, to able to afford uh, you know my therapy and to be able to get back into or start getting into for the first time an actual like stable job and career. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take. So a chance to but, a chance to reset because it is hard. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I feel like one of the things that that has always been. Yeah, it's, it's so easy to take a physical health day if you're sick. Well, it depends on the job, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's service. It's service I've worked at a lot of call centers, yeah, too. Yeah. Where, um, you know, it's, but it is 
more, it is easier to say, I've, I've got the flu, I've got, you know, I've, I've got the runs, I can't uh-huh. come in, than to say, you know, I, I am, I'm literally not able to cope with yeah. humanity today, or I'm literally, yeah. I, I, I get, I'm getting anxious with the idea of being stuck in this room. Right. Is making me incredibly anxious. Right. Um, um, or, or a lot of those things where, you know, and I've worked at some places that have been able to accommodate and others that have not. Uh, and I've worked at a lot of places that have been able to accommodate but didn't. Uh, yeah, but you know, what are you going to do is try to sue this person for this $8 an hour job that they fired you from? How? So basically, um, Kansas is one of probably the worst states to live in if you <laughs> have the problems I have. Yeah. But it's also where my support network and family are. And yeah. it's, you know, it would be turbo expensive for me to try to do this and get this rolling in some other city. Which puts you in that rough now. situation of like... A real being, gamble. Real being, gamble. Being able to manage like subsistence with like a safety net, but not... It makes it harder to, to yeah. get yourself back on track well, in a way why, of like... Because the job market is terrible. That's why it's total bullshit when people say like, if you don't like it, just move somewhere else. It's like, no, I, I can't. Not mm-hmm. without taking on... I could. But I would be taking on a lot of risk, and I already am taking a lot of risk. And like being alive. Also, it's because <laughs> so, <laughs> no, yeah, the depression sets in. It's this war between the anxiety that's saying like, I don't want to uh, have something bad happen. <sighs> Ultimately, I don't want to die, <sighs> and then the depression, which is kind of like, kind of do uh, want bad stuff to happen. <laughs> I kind of do want to die. Kind of just want to sleep forever. And it's just a war between those two things. <sighs> um, you know, and I got pretty good coping mechanisms. I've been in and out of therapy long enough to like keep it you know i make a very good first impression <laughs> right um over right. time you know it's just like oh this guy's got something going on like and that's something that uh you know i, I hope to deal with by going through the federal bureaucracy in a country that ultimately doesn't seem to care about it or is trying to make sure nobody's cheating yeah which is so obnoxious well, it was it was interesting because uh, you know, like I said, when I first started struggling with it, I, I mean, my coping mechanisms through most of my college years and actually most of my twenties and early thirties was booze and some some Zoloft. Um, sure, the Zoloft worked pretty well for a while, but then yeah. it sort of eh, kind of kicked off. But um, then I went over to the UK and I actually didn't experience a lot of anxiety when I was over there. I don't know why, but it sort of it abated for a while. Everyone still, had delightful English accents because everyone had delightful English accents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and, like, and as an American, you're servile nature kicked in. You're right. just like, oh, my right. colonial uh, overlords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me just, let me just, you, you'll handle it. Your everything. problems are far more important. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do trust fall right into you. But yeah. when they, I mean, they've got it even worse than we do because I feel like like mental health over there is a much harder thing to talk about because of that chin, chin up old bean attitude. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, not just that, but like the um, socially conservative nature of the left because it has such an old lineage there where our left mm-hmm. got just kind of wiped out uh, between 1980 and now. And, oh, 1980 and 2015. <laughs> like, that's, right. I think, about when it kind of started rolling again. But Honestly, it got pretty hurt in the 50s, too. <laughs> sure, yeah. Where theirs has a lineage that hasn't been as broken. Yeah. And I think you end up with a lot of odd ideas from the olden days uh, seeping into there. And so you have both sides of the political spectrum agreeing mm-hmm. that um, you know, absolutely heinous things about um, people with mental health problems or, or like, trans people. That's a big example. Yeah. Like, people think of England as a more, oh, it's they're more enlightened and they're more, you know, European or whatever because they have national health care for now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the social issue on the ground seems to be, and please, I'm not trying to UK-splain to any of our 
That's true. We have a healthy anyway, UK yeah. audience. But do you think UK splaining might have to be the title of this week? Or to, to US splain, to Marisplain. Yeah. I don't mean to Marisplain <laughs> England, but it seems to me that a lot. That our idea of it being a more enlightened place is is pretty much, um, you know, informed by London, and that's yeah. it. And that's all we see when we look over there is London and maybe you know, well, that's Scotland because but, in a certain way of like that's. Where the popular culture that we are yeah. seeing when we are not living there, the way that the other countries, their idea of America comes from California, of, New York. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like, and, or and, and and that's why sometimes it's hard to square the news that's coming out versus the culture that's coming out. Or when they think of Kansas, it's like nineteen. And this is true of Americans who don't live here, but like they think it's nineteen seventy or eighteen seventy. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's like maybe we're about six, seven years behind the yeah. cities in terms. There of... There might be a couple of like. Public infrastructure technology. There's probably a couple of lost towns out in the deep west that are still <laughs> oh, yeah, operating yeah. on a. Now Montana, like, that's like that, that, that fucking the village. We got one. Of the, we got a couple of villages in the in the deep west. I probably well, maybe, but maybe there. You should remake one where it's um, there's one that's, there's one that's in a copse of trees, so it's hard to see. And there's one that's just like it's still out in the open, but just there's nothing by it. I got. Com- I'm sorry, I, I drifted off for a little bit. Are we talking about Ewoks? A complete sellout <laughs> movie idea. Mm-hmm. It's the village and. In a small midwestern town, but no um, one's just gone there in like a hundred years. But here's what here's, here's stopped, yeah, and what happens is well, they built a Walmart in the next city over, and mm-hmm. so nobody lives there anymore. The end, and mm-hmm. um, yay Walmart. And so that way, you could make a lot of money with that movie. Or here's the thing: like that's like the the, the cold open is like they build yeah. the Walmart in the next town, everyone leaves, yeah. and then like Act One starts with the Walmart got closed down, <laughs> and then all of a sudden people are coming back to this town. And nothing's changed. Or the whole society the develops in the old uh, abandoned oh, Walmart building. Mm-hmm. That, that that's what happens. Like village. they got to go back. That's that's the second movie. <laughs> it's a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, they um, got to go back to the Walmart where, and the two. And the ones who never seen a Walmart get to then go to post apocalyptic Walmart. Uh, closed Walmart in the, in the in the in the West. <laughs> oh God, you had me at post apocalyptic well, Walmart. Third, what's the third movie? Fuck. What's the third movie? That's a movie I do and don't want to see. Uh, the third the third movie is like they go to the post apocalyptic Walmart in the second. The third movie is then they're building a Costco in the town of, over from that. <laughs> <laughs> and they got and they got to rise up to stop it. And <laughs> the like, fourth movie like is like The Walking Dead only only with 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 box stores. The fourth movie is The Postman but with internet. Yep. It's a guy stringing internet through the post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world, through fiber and shit, and we're gonna, Amazon. We're gonna, Amazon. We're gonna, I'm going to shift yeah. this party's focus a little bit. We're going to move on to a, a From dystopian gonna, futures? We're going to yeah. go from dystopian Walmart uh, rivalries uh, into um, something that we talked about a little bit uh, last episode. We had a questions quarter, but we didn't get to a couple of questions. Tr- questions, yeah. Yeah, uh, but here's here's one that I really like from uh, our one of our newest uh, city commissioners. Um, Courtney, but uh, oldest friends, but old friends, Courtney, Courtney Bell. Yeah. She she says uh, here, Will sang an '80s tune and a '90s tune. How about something from the aughts? Have an aughts corner. So, I think it's only fair. And Jay and I kind of talked about this because yeah. I was like, was there any music so we've, in the we've, aughts? We've yes, there was, uh, and apparently there was. So uh, we, we've looked it up. Jay's going to ask mm-hmm. me to sing some okay. songs from the aughts, and I'm going to sing them. 
and then it's gonna be it's gonna be a very oddful quarter. Now I realize that I don't know any of these songs like the whole like I do from the eighties and nineties, yeah. right? Honestly, so, there's a lot of songs where like if they're playing in a bar, oh, you're like song. I can sing along kind of. But if someone's just uh, like sing uh, this uh, song, give me the main part of uh, fucking. Let's start off with one that you probably heard, Seven Nation Army. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to Wichita. There you go. It's got Wichita. Far from okay. his opera forever okay. born. That's enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Paper planes. Oh, you know what's funny about paper planes yeah. is, is I only know the parody song from Victor Cotton, <laughs> which is to the point uh, where I remember. <laughs> I remember. You know what? You own the intellectual property okay, rights of that. That's and true. Various parodies. That's true. true. So but also, true. I want to point out real quick. That there was a point where we were asking Amy, like, I don't know, are people going to know what this song is? <laughs> <laughs> was, He's like, they're going to know enough. There was yeah. enough. Everyone yeah. born yeah. after 1980s going to yeah, know. No, so, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I was real dumb about songs. Okay, so uh, so it was when Amix was mayor, right? So the song, right. so the, so it yeah. went, uh, it went. Uh, by day I'm a barber, I cut your hair. By night I run the city, I'm the motherfucking mayor. Do you want a roundabout? Dun 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 dun. All I want to do is snip, 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 ching, and run your city. All I want to do is snip, 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 and ching, run your city. And for those who didn't see this, like, there was the thing where Andy Warren's like, we need one of those old Fisher Price fucking, uh, <laughs> the uh, um, kind of uh, cash register. Yes, he's like, I need one of those. It makes the perfect dig it sound. Make, it <laughs> make does anyone have one? Sound. I'm like, I did when I was a kid. I, I think we sold it, mm. and he like put out the word. We but he tracked one down like week of the show, and, and it sounded just perfect. had it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, uh, well, uh, we're gonna stay in this late 2000s vein. Okay, poker face. Oh, <laughs> uh, you my, you my, you my poker face, poker face, my, my, my poker face, my poker face. That was also when, uh, I think Texas Hold'em Poker was extremely popular for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, going back to the middle, rehab. Oh, uh, they tried to put me into rehab. I said, no, no. No. Yep, that's the song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go a little more obscure, I think. Okay, that sounds uh, good. Uh, we can get one of the other Yeah, exactly. Suddenly I'm the odds to, are seeming pretty simple, you guys. You know, I might uh, um, look Ten at Ten years came up with five uh, songs that Will's heard. Uh, <laughs> I think, well, we're going to get into ones. Uh, in the club. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, no, in the club, that was one of my favorites uh, from, from the year 2000. And you got a one in ten. Three. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. All right. Uh, and it was you know, like... I, I didn't know the year. Uh, it was like, Joni's in the club, in the club, in the club, and Carla's in the club, in the club, yep. in the club. That's exactly what it is sounds that, like. Is that, uh-huh. is that how that one sounded? Yep. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. For the 2000s, I listened mostly to uh, uh, Weird Al, They Might Be Giants, and of Montreal. So, okay. you know, Oh, uh, when was... um. Oh, Vampire Weekend. Uh, any uh, Vampire so Weekend song. We're having a Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be sucking blood tonight. Having a Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend. I see a man root by the tree. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the one I remember every time. You know, that sounded like police. <laughs> they kind of, they kind of sound like police. <laughs> a little bit. 
Um, they're doing a different. Sting had a real appropriation like, than that, like but... precise, like way that he did his song with the police. <laughs> He what's the different. what's the Weird Al song that's a police song but police? You know the one where he does a not a parody but a pastiche parody. Yeah, because it's got the way oh, way oh. No, anyway, Frank's two thousand inch TV. Yep. No, <laughs> no, that's not it. Because that's a Charles Nelson Riley one. Okay, so uh, Gold Digger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, you yeah. don't have to do that one. Uh, let's uh, yeah, well, let's skip that uh, one. Let's skip that one. Float on. I can do the radio edit. Uh, <laughs> the radio edit is she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Yep. Yep. That's the, also yep. the Weird Al Poe one that he uh, tastefully went with. Uh, float on. But he did use the Flo- Float on? <laughs> <laughs> if you were like, Weird Al, but he's like, don't try he's to He's like, look, me. I'm not trying to break the artistic integrity of my focus. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like, you know what I disagree with when they don't use it reading Huckleberry Finn? I'm going to use it. <laughs> Weird Al, what a uh, <laughs> racist. Um, float on. Uh, <clears throat> float on me, float on me, float me this is the on. Most, this is the most in my time of knowing you, Will, that I felt 7,000 years younger than you. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, float right. on, Modest Mouse, that was like an anthem for people who oh. were like 26. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you were talking about float on. Float on. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't feel like I can do that one justice right now, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, you know. It was, yeah, I was, I I was making I a little it. joke. Yeah. Okay. I know float on. Um, uh, God, uh, what are you, uh, dumb? Uh, um, losing my edge by LCD Sound System. Losing my yeah. edge, starting to feel old now, and I don't know if I can do it. Oh, no, I've said too much. What? Niles Barkley's crazy. Why, why, why do we have to go with all of these songs? Because it's should, a... Should we do another... <laughs> no, crazy. One of the most famous songs in the mid-2000s. Should we, should, we, should we do another question before we wrap it up? Yeah, I let's mean, go on to another question. We've had a lot of songs. <laughs> right, I do... <laughs> Uh, if you know Niles Barkley's crazy, uh, feel free to call and sing it up my voice. Hashtag Niles Barkley's crazy. Yeah, no, I knew that song. I knew all those songs, yep. but I just didn't want to say them. Humble brag. Uh, that was the bit. <laughs> uh, Josie Nixon has a question, and her question is WTF, which I think is it's French for what the fuck, yep. um, regarding the penis fish article below. She then posts a link to oh, the article, yeah, but I'm not going to give you the article. I just want to know uh, thousands of penis fish washed up on a California beach. Uh, Jake, are, we, are they fish that look like penises? Are they fish no. that are they like penis remoras? What's the they're, deal? They're fish that look like dicks and they kind of like pulsate and it's uh, a whole... Oh my god, they do look See, like yep. dicks. That's, that's, that's terrifying. They do. That's like, Google it. Like, like, they're just you know what? Like you often like say, like I'm going to post a picture on there and you don't. Yeah. You have to this if, time. If you posted um, this article on... Whoa, 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 Don't you hate it when your phone does the thing where it talks... You haven't noticed! You haven't is how your phone <laughs> makes noises when you scroll over an advertisement. Uh, I was gonna um, so we only have 18 seconds wait, to answer. Wait, um, quickly answer to why penis fish with uh, California Shore. It's clearly God's wrath. God's uh, wrath. What's your have answer? You, have you seen? There's that thing about like it keeps going deeper and deeper in the ocean and showing you the things that are there. Yeah. And when you get real yeah. deep, there's a point where there's a thing called a faceless fish, <laughs> which is a fish. It doesn't have a face. It just looks like a fish. There's like no eyes or mouth. It looks like it looks like. Uh, 
It looks like that, but instead of balls, it's just a fin. I think, honestly, something awful we've done to the ocean has gotten to somewhere super deep, and oops, here we have to deal with it now. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a mouth. <laughs> That's the American society. A year ago. We've but seen they the society. The dickfish are a herald of doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of, you thought they were going to be horsemen. Here's my question. A here's bunch my, of dickfish. God's wrath in the, in the metaphorical sense. Like, here's the question I've got for you. Dickfish versus faceless fish, who would win? Dickfish. Every time. Okay. Yeah. You know, checks out. What's the faceless fish going to do? Don't forget to sponsor Double Deuce if you want more <laughs> engaging content like this. <laughs> Dickfish. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce.